0: Morning my friends and happy Saturday. So today we are continuing on as John the Baptist is speaking to the crowds. Yesterday we saw them questioning him and him replying about good fruit, about outpouring God's love to others through loving, selfless actions. And again today we are going to hear from John the Baptist as he talks about Messiah the promised one who we know is Jesus so let's dive right in today we are in Luke chapter 3 verse 15 and I am reading from the ESV as the people were in expectation and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John whether he might be the Christ John answered them all saying I baptize you with water But he who is mightier than I is coming, the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. So we have observed this section of scripture. Let's look into interpreting, understanding the context of what this is saying. So we see the people questioning John. They think he may be the promised one, the Messiah. He is a prophet of God, so he is speaking the words of God And he is so unique, so miraculous, but we know he is only there to prepare the way. And that's exactly what John tells them. He says, I baptize with water. And remember, water was very symbolic of that cleansing away of sin, which happens when we repent from sin and put our faith in Christ. But then he doesn't stop there. He says, he who is mightier than I, the Messiah, the promised one, God become man. He who is mightier than I is coming, the strap of whose sandals I'm not worthy to untie. He shows how holy, set apart, and honored the Messiah is or will be. And he says the Messiah will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And we know that looking forward to when Jesus rises again and ascends to heaven, that he does leave behind the Holy Spirit who indwells in every single believer. What a beautiful promise. And he also talks about his winnowing fork to clear away the wheat which will be saved and to burn the chaff. Now the chaff was extra on the wheat. It was not edible. It was not nutritious. So it was separated and then burned because it did not have a use. It was not valuable. So what can we apply from this section? First of all, Jesus is holy. He is worthy. He is mighty. And through faith in him and repenting of our sins, not only are we cleansed with the water of baptism, but the Holy Spirit lives in us. If you have faith in Christ the Holy Spirit is in you and that my friends should be a comforting thought you are a temple of God continuing on so with many other exhortations he preached good news to the people oh, I love this good news a quick interpretation point here now Martin Luther, he came up with this way of viewing the scriptures as law and gospel. So law, that which is a mirror to show us our sin, to show us God's standards, his holiness and the gospel, the good news, the saving faith in Christ. And John preaches both. He speaks of the winnowing fork, but also of the Messiah who is to come and we ourselves, to apply this to us, can look and hold on to both. If you are reading a Bible that is devoid of the law, the rules, God's holiness, his standards, as uncomfortable as they may be, you're missing part of the point. Part of the point is that we can never be good enough on our own. And in the same way, as you are reading scripture, if you are missing the gospel, the good news of Christ, his sacrifice for you and salvation through faith, again, you're missing part of the point that we, through faith in him, will be alive with him in eternity. But Herod the Tetrarch, who had been reproved by him, by John, for Herodias, his brother's wife and for all the evil things that Herod had done, added this to them all, that he locked up John in prison. Now, this is a situation, to interpret this, that we talked about in Matthew chapter 14. John called out Herod, this, this ruler of a region, for essentially getting a divorce so he could be with his brother's wife. And it was a horrible, just icky situation. John called him out. He was unhappy and he put John in jail. And again, because of this situation, John actually was beheaded. John speaking the truth in this way led to his death. If you want to read more and further interpret this context for yourself, go check out Matthew chapter 14, verses 1 through 12. I just really appreciate how Luke, always the journalist, trying to lay everything out in an orderly way, tells us what eventually happens to John. This doesn't happen right now because Jesus is baptized, as we'll read going on. Now when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heavens were opened. And the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove and a voice came from heaven you are my beloved son with you I am well pleased what a beautiful truth that God is well pleased with Christ because Christ is perfect. He is righteous. He is God become man. And when we have faith in him, here comes that beautiful application. When we have faith in him, he is well pleased with us as well, because we are clothed in Christ's righteousness. So you can rest in that truth that through faith in Christ, God is well pleased with you. And I will see you tomorrow morning. I am so proud of you for starting with Scripture. If you enjoy these free podcasts, please consider contributing to the ministry at Hesed Heart. You can do this through the Anchor app or by visiting hesedheart.com/give. You can also visit hesedheart.com for even more resources, including faith-based yoga and Bible-based meditations.